0: Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, podcast 115. This time, it's probably going to be super short, not because it's 4th of July weekend, but because I don't have anything going on, so there's really nothing for me to talk about. The Walking Dead 400 Days expansion has come out, so I talk about that. I didn't even know it was coming so soon, it's just like, surprise, it's out. And that's all I've got for this time. So hopefully you'll enjoy the show. Much to my surprise, I discovered that the Walking Dead 400 Days expansion has released. Went from knowing it was coming sometime in the future to, hey, it's out. So that was kind of surprising. Usually there's a bit more heads up in terms of, you know, when it's going to release versus when it actually releases. I don't know if I was just completely out of the loop, but it seemed like it was announced and then it released and there was like no expectation of the date coming. Anyways it is out for five bucks on Steam. I don't know what it costs on the other networks but I expect it would probably be about the same. I think the prices were the same for all platforms. It basically consists of five very short stories which I would say are 15 to 20 minutes each and then sort of one final short story which probably isn't even that long it's probably five or ten minutes that sort of ties them all together. They are sort of around this one gas station which I personally don't even think it's really important that it's focused on one specific location but that's what they're doing. It takes place supposedly within the first 400 days after the zombie apocalypse starts but super 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 minor spoiler all of the stories really take place in like the first 256. They're kind of spread out. I think one is around 40 days in, one's like 75, one's like 125, and then one is like 250, and then it sort of skips ahead to 256 in that same story. And then the final thing that ties them all together is where it's at day 400, which... I don't know. It seems like somebody picked an arbitrary number and then they're like, oh, poop, these stories don't line up with that number. We better tie them together. So I don't know. Kind of weird advertising there and naming and setting that up. But it's basically like you're playing five very short stories and they take place over the course of, you know, a few days for that character. But like I said, each story real time is 15, maybe 20 minutes. The whole game took me about an hour and a half, which is kind of in line with the previous chapters. Each chapter was about an hour, so it's not really all that far off. And it is, you know, actually longer than an average hour chapter. However, being split into basically five different parts, it means it's really like five more really, 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 really really tiny chapters. My main problem with that is that since you are only spending 15 or 20 minutes with these characters, you're coming into them, you know, not knowing anything about the character you're supposed to be playing. You don't know anything about the characters they're interacting with. You don't know anything about their situation. You don't know anything about their history. So while a lot of the decisions are, you know, sort of just in that moment, there are many that sort of are, I wouldn't say questionable but it's like you don't really know what to pick because you don't know, you know, what that character's really like. It's like, okay, sure, you're taking over that character, so it's whatever you like. But when I do role playing, you know, I kind of like to follow, you know, what that character is supposed to be like. In one story in particular, like half of the conversation options in the entire first section for that character, I just did the dot 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 because I didn't know how she should respond. Because it's like, am I a bad character? Am I a good character? Is this conversation going the way I think it's going? You know, and if so, you know, how do I want to play to that? You know, not knowing the history or the consequences of those choices. So while it does follow the same formula as the original Walking Dead, you know, five chapter series, you know, in that you have these options, and the options, you know, supposedly have consequences and you click on stuff to investigate it, because you have such a small amount of time with each character, the consequences don't really seem to matter. It's like, I don't know who this character is, I don't know where they're going in terms of you know character growth, and I don't know what's gonna happen if I pick option A over option B. Is it really gonna matter? I'm not gonna see this character again. So I think while it is sort of right in line with the rest of the game, it kind of falls very short in that, you know, you don't have that strong connection with the characters like you did in the original five-chapter story, where you were basically following two main characters, and then, you know, there was like that half a dozen or so characters you sort of carried with you along through the story. You just don't have that strong connection and that strong history, and that sense of, you know, here we are, and here's where we're trying to go, you know, both physically in terms of how they're going to survive and you know emotionally as to where the character is going. So I think it seemed fun but without that strong connection to the characters I think it was kind of lacking. Didn't have that same punch that the original one did. I think the game would have been much better served by having just two stories and following the characters you know a lot deeper. Instead of spending you know 15 to 20 minutes with each story have two stories you know, and have them be maybe half an hour to 40 minutes each. I think we would have gotten a much better sense and a much stronger connection to those characters. Would I recommend you pick it up? Well, as a huge fan of the original game, and it only being 5 bucks, I would say it's probably a pretty good deal. But as I said, you know, even though it is only 5 bucks, and that's pretty much not a big deal to anybody, You know, I just didn't have that strong connection like I did with the first game. So it felt like, you know, it was a good idea, but there just wasn't really enough there to sort of pull me in, you know, like the original game did. If they had maybe a 400 Days Part 2 and Part 3, and it sort of continued where the first part sort of left off, even though it was kind of closed, I would think, you know, that trilogy would definitely be worth it. But I think, you know, this one just being those really small stories and this really tight sampling of, you know, people's lives that we don't really know anything about, I felt like they could have done more. In the news this time, The Lone Ranger is now out. Haven't seen it yet. Just started for me yesterday at the time of this recording. Still uncertain if I actually really want to see a traditional Lone Ranger story. Because it is kind of, you know, just old western and that's kind of it. I don't know. I'll probably skim some reviews and see if they say if it is any different or if it's actually, you know, really worth seeing on the big screen. Because to me, I don't know. You know, it is gamer related. It is, you know, certainly movie and general gaming related, but I don't know, I've never just been into traditional westerns. Of all of the traditional westerns that came out when I was young, I have seen exactly none of them. So, you know, it's never really been my thing. Limbo is now out for the iOS, which is the game I picked up and was expecting to review. But even though the app says it's universal and it lists, you know, pretty much every phone and device out there, when I try and run it, it said that I need a iPhone 4S or higher, which mine is just an original iPhone 4. So I guess my phone is not powerful enough. So I can't run it. It is a black and white, spooky looking sort of puzzler game that looked really cool. But it has been out for, I guess, around three years on the different networks. I know you can pick it up for Xbox or PlayStation, depending on, you know, which network you're on. I would expect it is also out for Steam. I have not checked on that. But, you know, it was out for iOS and I hadn't heard of it before this. So I grabbed it, but apparently it doesn't work. But if you're into Spooky Tap Puzzlers, you might want to look into it and see if it is for you. It does look pretty cool and fun. Pacific Rim is due out on July 12th. That's another one I'm kind of on the fence about. I really like Guillermo del Toro's stuff. I've seen, I think, almost everything that he's come out with recently. Absolutely love the Hellboy movies. But this one, I don't know, giant monsters and humanity-making, big robot-type things. I don't know. It, It seems really cool in special effects, but in terms of actual, you know, giant monster battles. I don't know. I'm not that into it. I may or may not see it. I probably will see it because it will probably be, you know, very cool to see on the big screen. I don't know. I, I have not mentioned it in the news before because it's just one I feel kind of meh about, so I wasn't really paying attention to the date. But it's coming pretty soon if you are interested. RIPD is due out on July 19th. I actually remember to look it up and discovered it is a Dark Horse comic. So that makes a lot of sense. I will definitely be going to see it. The Wolverine, which I believe continues Wolverine's stories after X-Men 3. I'm not entirely sure where it fits in the timeline. I actually kind of wish they would just restart the whole timeline, because X-Men 1 was awesome, but then it just kind of got really messed up after that. Anyways, uh, the next Wolverine movie is due out on July 26th. Which actually looks pretty cool, I'm looking forward to it. And that's all the news for this time. So that's it for this rabbit rumblings. I've been pretty sad lately for some unknown reason. One of my super close friends decided not to be my friend anymore. Just all of a sudden I discovered they had blocked me and I couldn't talk to them and they didn't want to talk to me apparently. So that's all very weird. I don't know what happened there but I guess if he doesn't want to talk about it something he feels at the core of our relationship was wrong and not fixable or he didn't want to fix it or whatever. So I'm trying not to be too sad about it. But I don't know, I thought we were super close and we were super good friends. And we always seem to have good times, so I don't know, I feel kind of heartbroken about it. But there's nothing I can do. He apparently doesn't want to be friends, so it is what it is. He and his sweetie are the ones I would play online games with. So you know, I wouldn't want to play with them now because he doesn't want to be friends, and that would be you know weird if I was in a group with him. So I think um you know whether or not his sweetie and I stay friends, um you know I, d- I don't think that I would get many group invites because you know he would probably always be in the group. And like I said, you know even even if they would consider inviting me, I don't think I'd accept because that would be weird. And I haven't played with her and. You know, other friends she invites, you know, without him in, I don't even know how long, probably eight months maybe. So I don't expect, you know, any online play with them probably ever again. Be very sad, but it is what it is. So I will have to find, um you know, new people to play online with. But I don't really have anything I'm playing online right now. So I guess it's not really tragic in that way. The next thing I'm looking forward to playing online would be Hearthstone, and I don't know how my friends feel about playing that. I know there are two that will probably be interested. If Slash, when I get into beta and I get friends keys, you know, I will ask them and find out and maybe I will be doing that with them and, you know, playing random games with random strangers. The next one after that would be Destiny, which they keep saying 2014. So, I don't know. Maybe it's going to be close to the new console launches because they're also targeting the new consoles. But, you know, that it could be mid-2014 for all we know. It could be late 2014. We don't even know. All we know is it is not listed as a launch title, although tentatively Amazon is saying it is. But, you know, they keep saying 2014. So, obviously, it's it's not going to be. But it has no date, so I have no idea So maybe I will have a friend or two that plays that. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm still questioning if I really actually want to get the PlayStation 4 to do that. I probably will, even though, you know, I would only have a few days here and there a week that I would, you know, feel it's worth, you know, the risk hooking up at the coffee shop or wherever I'm going. Because, you know, it is kind of big and, and bulky, and even if I get a smaller... 15-inch monitor, you know, it's that's a lot more trouble than a laptop, and I think you know it would get a lot more attention because everybody who sees it that knows gaming knows that's a PlayStation 4, whereas you know everybody that uses a laptop, you know, most people in the coffee shop don't know, you know, the difference between a gaming laptop and a not gaming one. So I feel you know totally fine walking away from my system, you know, for five minutes to go to the bathroom or 15 minutes to get food or something. I don't know. The big thing, though, is that I have really kind of missed console games. There are several that I really wanted to get that I haven't gotten. I will probably pretty soon pick up The Last of Us when I get the monitor for the PlayStation 3 slash 4. And then there might be some other games I pick up for rental, you know, things like Injustice, Gods Among Us, I might pick up for rental for a few days and just to sort of check them out and get caught up on things. But looking at, you know, what's coming in 2014 from you know what we know so far pretty much every last game that I want to play is for console the only thing I think that is coming for PC is Thief 4 which technically is a restart and they're just calling it Thief and then the only other one I'm interested in is Titanfall I might play Elder Scrolls Online I might play Wildstar I don't know those are both mmogs I think it's very possible I may be burnt out on MMOGs. You know, as they say, you you get burnt out and you don't want to play them anymore. I don't know. I haven't really decided um, on that front. But in terms of all the games coming for, you know, the foreseeable future, only two out of, you know, maybe eight games that I'm looking at are PC capable. And only one is, you know, PC exclusive. I, I would not have the ability to play on PlayStation 4. But everything else I'm looking at, you know, I I could play on PS4. So, you know, very definitely worth considering. And two, you know, if the game is not online, you know, I could hook up to PlayStation 4 at work. And then, you know, if I get up to go to the bathroom or something, I just lock the office and step away and it's not a big deal. My job right now is basically me sitting on my butt and doing whatever for five hours. You know, recent times I I watch movies or I'll play games. You know, back when I was taking classes and, you know, assumably when I'm taking classes again, you know, I would, you know, study or do homework in that time as well. But you know, in terms of if I'm doing something of leisure, you know, there wouldn't be much difference having PlayStation 4 with a monitor compared to a laptop. I actually know one of the other building attendants has previously taken, you know, his console in with a monitor. And, you know, he's done that and had, you know, friends hang out with him. So, you know, um something to consider. It's not even coming out for like five months. I, I wouldn't even pre-order it until probably closer to my birthday in August. So, you know, plenty of time to think about it. But I like thinking about, you know, possibilities and, you know, what I want to do. And, you know, most importantly with, with the being homeless of, you know, what will make me, you know, the most happy And does that put my getting into a home at risk? You know, even though it's super expensive, it's like I don't even stand a chance of anyone considering me for being in a home until I'm making, you know, at least slightly over, you know, double the current income I'm making, which is not possible at all at my job. So, you know, once I'm doing that, I would very rapidly recover any money that was lost if you want to claim it like that. And even if I do do it, I still am building up you know, something into savings every month. So, you know, still working towards that while, you know, theoretically maximizing my feeling normal and happy and able to survive my terrible times. But again, you know, that's all months from now, pretty much. So not going to worry about it too much. But I guess that is it for this time. And hopefully everybody who listens to this while it is still for the July weekend will be having fun 4th of July time and you know be careful about all the things don't hurt yourself or hurt other people oh uh one thing probably won't affect very many of you but I did hear that if somebody could possibly be having a stroke a good way to check for it is to have them say a simple sentence like what is your favorite soup you know and then their reply would be like my favorite soup is chicken noodle soup you know, apparently if they cannot form a simple sentence, which is, you know, a challenge sentence in a way like that, I guess that is one way to check for a stroke, which a lot of people don't know about. And apparently, you know, if they've hurt themselves in their sort of early stroke slash pre stroke, they won't be able to form a complete sentence like that. And if you take them, you know, to the hospital very quickly, you can apparently prevent a possibly fatal stroke from happening so you know if somebody falls and bumps their head or you know they start to look faint or something you might want to you know pose that challenge question and if they can't you know um get them out of the sun you know get them some water and um consider taking them to the hospital if something happened where they might have you know potential stroke damage a little bit odd to say but um I guess this is one of those holidays where such a event is You know, more likely than others. And you know, something good to know. But I guess that is it for this time. And hopefully I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks. Bye. Secret song. I love you. All night long. I can't stand to see you go. Wait, song. I love you so. Wait. Good enough. And there's really no point saying that because that's dumb. Limbo is now... Limbo is now... Pa. Looks very cool. I will definitely be going... It's your baby. I will definitely be going to see it. The Wolverine, which I believe continues the Wolverine, which I believe continues Wolverine's stories. Very possible I've kind of gotten burnt out on MMOGs. As it, is as, it, is as, as, But, um, you know, I like thinking about theories and stuff. Whatever happens, I must not cry. You cannot make me cry. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com podcast rabbitsramblings.html if you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit dot com. If you friend me, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit dot com. You can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at rabbit dot com. It's rabbit dot com, but with not a period. When you type rabbit's ramblings, don't use the space. And be sure to put the number one in place of I whenever you type rabbit. Rabbit's ramblings is copyright 2013 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.